0: Today is Monday, March 7th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. This was a pivotal weekend in the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Putin stays a maniac even on the weekend. Which is a good place for us to start, because if I were living in Russia right now, as of this weekend, I could receive 15 years in prison for calling Putin a maniac. The Russian parliament passed a law on Friday that will criminalize sharing what the Kremlin determines is fake information about the country's armed forces, with punishments ranging from fines of $45,000 to prison terms of up to 15 years. I will try to remember that next time I complain about Twitter. But speaking of Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, Visa, MasterCard, Amex, Netflix, TikTok, and numerous news websites such as the BBC are now blocked in Russia as of this weekend. Samsung also announced that they are suspending sales of chips and phones. And it seems the more that Russia is cut off, the more detached from reality that Vladimir Putin becomes, as well as the narrative of the war that he is insisting upon. For example, in a Friday phone call with Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz, Putin flat out denied that his troops were bombing Ukrainian cities and told Scholz that the ongoing airstrikes of Kiev and other large cities are gross propaganda fakes. Also over the weekend, he said that he wants normalization of global relations and an end of sanctions, as if that wasn't something that he could easily achieve if he just stopped killing Ukrainians. In terms of the military situation, Russian troops attacked a nuclear power plant in Ukraine on Friday, which led to a massive fire, though there are not yet signs of radiation escaping. The long-ass Russian convoy that we've talked about all of last week is still 15 miles away from Kiev, though it appears to be solved by direct attacks and the Ukrainians blowing up a bridge in its path. Ukraine also claims that Russia has not been cooperating with the humanitarian corridors for evacuees and supplies that were agreed to before the weekend. And hundreds of thousands of homes across eastern and southern Ukraine have had their gas turned off, which is casually how they heat their homes and cook their food. The refugee count is up to 1.5 million people in 10 days, making it the fastest growing refugee crisis in Europe since World War II, which is not the war you want to be compared to. In the realm of diplomacy, Moldova has applied for EU membership. This is important because for them, it is kind of the nail in the coffin for Putin's hope of acquiring them like they're a tiny startup with one good idea that Mark Zuckerberg simply must steal for himself. The pace of supply delivery to Ukraine has quadrupled over the past few days, but Western leaders continue to reject Zelensky's pleas to ban Russian oil imports and to institute a no-fly zone over Ukraine. They've been reluctant to do so, as it could lead to an abrupt escalation after being obligated to shoot down any and all Russian planes. Zelensky also called for direct talks with Putin, though Putin hasn't texted back yet. But rather than sit around waiting for a UOP text, Zelensky made other plans and appeared this weekend on a Zoom call with U.S. lawmakers. He made the aforementioned pleas for more sanctions and a no-fly zone. But before the call, he also asked lawmakers not to share anything on social media for security reasons. Right, I know, it seems obvious that this would be like the one meeting you want to keep off social. Or if you were that thirsty for views, only tease it as a secret project or something while blurring out the key details, of course. Come on, we know this. So anyway, I'm going to give you all five seconds to guess in your head which two U.S. lawmakers went ahead and shared the meeting on Twitter. It was Marco Rubio and Steve Daines. Let me know if you got it right. At another point on the call, Zelensky reportedly asked Senator Rick Scott to please mute himself. Damn, speaking for all of us. Can he do Ted Cruz next? Another big story that broke this weekend was the arrest of WNBA player Brittany Griner, who was arrested three weeks ago in Russia for having vape cartridges in her luggage at the airport. Griner is a queer black woman, and let me tell you, she is quite probably not someone who Russian Customs is going to forgive for cannabis possession. The crime can carry up to a 10-year sentence in Russia, and Griner's imprisonment has the potential to become a flashpoint in diplomatic negotiations. So basically, our hearts go out to Brittany, but never fly through Moscow. Noted. Republican lawmakers in Florida, a phrase which I realize sounds like a Russian nesting doll of stupid, passed a bill banning abortions after 15 weeks, which is down from the 24 weeks that are currently allowed in the state. Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to sign the bill and it will go into effect on July 1st. Just in time for the Supreme Court to make a really devastating rule on Roe v. Wade. But while we're talking about the war on women, there is new data out of Texas which reveals that their abortion ban did not do much to lower the total number of abortions, but rather just diminish the number that were obtained legally in Texas. The number of legal abortions in Texas fell by about half, but the total number appears to have only fallen by about 10%, mostly because women either drove out of the state or ordered abortion pills online. Just to give them one more reason to be obsessed with killing the post office. Brett Hankinson, who you might remember is the only police officer who was charged in the killing of Brianna Taylor, well, he was acquitted on three counts of wanted endangerment last week. He was tried for potentially endangering neighbors when he fired shots through sliding glass doors and a window, claiming that he thought his colleagues were under heavy fire, but ultimately killing Brianna. Isn't it comforting to hear that cops are out here shooting at things they can't even see, and then receiving zero consequences when it kills someone? February jobs numbers are here, and they have no shame asking their mom to sign their report card. Jobs rose by 678,000 in February, and the unemployment rate fell to 3.8%, beating expectations of 440,000 and 3.9%, respectively. Wages, however, not so great. They were up just one cent an hour, which I don't have to tell you is embarrassing, especially given inflation. So I don't know, maybe not so excited to show their mom. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. And thanks again to our partner, ExpressVPN. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited, even if you're using incognito mode. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. The ExpressVPN app keeps all of my information secure by encrypting 100% of my data with the most powerful encryption available. So start protecting your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash announcements, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Think about it as an investment in your cybersecurity. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot slash announcements to learn more. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.